It is Tuesday, August 28th, and it's the Two Legit Sports Podcast. I'm doing a lot of these lately. I'm trying to get a, a bunch of content out there for you guys. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. And uh, constantly working on the format to make it better. And with that said, let's talk uh, some good old American football. America. NFL. And I want to start off with Mr. Big Dick Energy himself, Jerry Jones. My guy, Jerry Jones. He's my guy. Because he doesn't care about anything. He doesn't care. Look, this man lands his helicopter in the middle of practice. Like, he doesn't He's got all the big dick energy in the world. What other owner is just going to land his helicopter in the middle of the 50-yard line in the middle of practice? That's just... It's a lot of big dick energy right there for Jerry Jones, and he's so old he doesn't care at all. He does what he wants, and he's like, you know what? I got the solution, folks. I got it. Here's how we're going to fix this preseason issue right here. Let's go from 16 regular season games to 18 regular season games, and we'll take away two. There you go. That's the, there you go. Now we don't have to, we have to play less preseason. Jerry Jones, he's a smart man. He went to the University of Arkansas, played football there. I believe he won a national title when he was in Arkansas. And then uh, he bought the Cowboys, and now he's a beast. However, Jerry Jones was trying to hustle everybody right there. I think he was trying to hustle people. He was like a chess player that, like, if you are if you play in New York City, those chess people that knock over pieces on accident, and then, oh, oops, 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 oh, yeah, let me put it right back. I think that's what Jerry Jones was trying to do. He was like, look, let's, I'm taking away preseason games, but I'm adding regular season games. Therefore, it balances out. But, like, it's... It's the same amount of games, though, Jerry. Like, it's still 20 games. And how does adding two for real games instead of replacing two bullshit games that guys don't even play? Uh, Sean McVay didn't play any of the starters all the preseason. And now we're going to be like hardcore, level 100, all the way, 18 games, and we're all about player safety. What is this? What is this? Why do we even need a preseason? Why do we even need, Why is there a preseason? College football doesn't have a preseason. When I played high school football, there was no preseason. There's no friendlies and inner 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 team camps and all that. Aaron Rodgers just came out and said, we don't need a damn preseason. I get it that y'all making as much money as possible. And you know, I mean, I guess looking at your books, you're not making enough billions. Uh, so yeah, why not? I guess. Uh, no, Jerry. No, I love you. You are Mr. Big Dick Energy. You are the leader of the owners in terms of the NFL. But I cannot agree with you on this, Jerry. There is no way that I'm going to have 18 games on a schedule. You know, if you really want to pick a topic, if you really want to fight for something, you should maybe fight for fully guaranteed contracts. And once you get fully guaranteed contracts, then maybe, just maybe, the Players Association will pay attention to you because uh, I got to make this money. Oh, well, he's like, well, they're probably like, that's like my like evil man impersonation. Like they probably like having a meeting and they're like, look, how do we get rid of preseason games but keep making a ton of money? And they're like, well, why don't we just add two regular games and then they'll never know the difference. Like, yo, like we know the difference. Like, it's obvious. Like, have you watched the, I watched the preseason game on Sunday. The Cowboys and the, and the Cardinals. That was a joke. Like, that was, it was like eight turnovers by the half or something. Like, it was sloppy football. So, I don't know what Jerry Jones is coming up with. You're still the MVP of owners, though. You still have the biggest voice in the biggest room. But I'm going to have to disagree with you on this. No 18 games. Keep it 16. Throw some fully guaranteed contracts in there while you're at it. That's my spiel on Big Dick Jerry. Now, I'm going to talk about Tom Brady. Uh, the GOAT, the greatest quarterback to ever live, Tom Brady. Why are we doubting Tom Brady's greatness? If he wants to eat kale and avocado rolls, why are we fighting that? If he wants to stretch his muscles plyometrically and sleep in special pajamas, yo, put those for sale because you got the TV 12 cookbook out. I want to see these pajamas. 
Tom Brady was doing a radio interview with WEI. And I'm sure you heard this already. We'll play it. We'll play it over the air. Tom Brady, yeah, you know, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's going to let you know, like, yo, I don't want to really talk about that. Yo, can we keep him moving? He gives you a warning shot. Let's just listen to this interview because people were not happy. They were not happy. Uh, actually, Tom wasn't happy with this with this interview. So let me let's get let's get this popping right here. Let me see what we got here. Said in his opinion that, that all this stuff had been overblown. That he and Belichick actually had a pretty good relationship even then. Mm. Would you say that was true? I said I don't want to get into it. All right. So he says he did not want to get into it. Right there. He didn't want to get into it. Cool. Cool. I'm the local affiliate. Cool. I want this dude on my show every week. Cool. You don't want to talk about it? Let's talk about the season. Let's do some other things and yada, yada. However, these guys were not having it. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows it's well documented how, you know, the work that he and I do together. No, I know. I No, no. Yeah, no, I understand that. I'm just trying to figure out because I saw the reports this weekend that he's traveling with the team. Was he on the sideline on Friday? Yo, yo, what did he just say? What did he just say? He said, I don't want to talk about it. He gave a statement about it. Done. Period. Oh, he blew him out. He blew him out. He said, nah, because that was the second one. The, 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 the play right there was the second warning. The, you didn't hear the first warning. Clack, clack, gave him a warning shot. Clack, clack, gave him a second warning shot. Three strikes, you're out. Big respect to Tom Brady. He was like, I ain't talking about my homie Alex Guerrero like that. My guy, he, he got all the workouts and all the secrets. That's why Gronk is at the TV 12 facility and not at the Patriots camp. That's why everybody wants to be Tom Brady. So he's keeping it close to the vest. I respect Tom Brady. For doing that. Up next, we're going to talk about the GOAT, the greatest coach in uh, football history, Jose Mourinho. Now, for people who have not seen this video of Jose Mourinho, I'm going to I'm gonna have to pull it up, so I'm a little refreshed. But all I remember is Jose Mourinho walking out. He completely walked out of his press conference, classic Jose Mourinho. And for people who, are not, who don't follow football, soccer, uh, overseas, this guy is, the, is a reality show. Like... Jose Mourinho doesn't care what he... He blames everybody but himself. He blames... Every, he could lose 5 nothing. He'll say, that blade of grass over there by the pitch, that was causing all the, all the ruckus there. He'll blame the media. He'll blame the players. He'll blame the water boy. He'll blame the stadium. He blames the air. He says the fire's too high. He says the water's too wet. The beer's too cold. Everything is wrong. Everything is wrong in Jose Mourinho's world except the god Jose Mourinho. So... He was angry at the media. They were questioning him. He just lost 5 nothing. Like, he just lost 5 nothing. got blown out of here. Wait, 3 nothing. My bad. He lost, I think he lost 5 nothing the game before or something. He got 3 0 Zilch. That's a blowout in soccer terms. And Jose Mourinho was like, you see how many I got? You see how many Premier Leagues I got? Three of them. Count it. Three, I, I got three of them. Now, I think he was pulling, Um, he was trying to pull like a Greg Popovich move. Like, I got five. I just do what I want. I say what I want. Greg Popovich don't even lose like that. Like, Greg, I mean, can we start a GoFundMe for Jose Mourinho? This man needs to be in the MLS. I want to start this up right now. We need to get Jose Mourinho in the MLS. This guy is a walking reality show. Can we, can we, can we get this guy on the galaxy? I need Zlatan and Jose. That's a buddy cop movie. I need a weekly series on YouTube about that. Jose, I mean, can you imagine... Jose Mourinho on the LA Galaxy. Who says no right now? Who says no? I'll trade you Giovanni Dos Santos for Jose Mourinho. Who says no? We need this man in LA. And he needs to just ransack the LA media. Because that would be priceless. Or put him in New York. 
because he doesn't care. He's just going to do this. He loves living off the past and, and previous. But those compliments were like way back ago, which I love. He's like Doc Rivers. Like Josie Mourinho is the Doc Rivers of, of, of Premier League. He's like, yo, I won that title. You remember that title with that stacked team? So I didn't make this point earlier. Talking about the money. I think it's crazy. Back to Jerry Jones. Odell Beckham makes less money than Gary Harris of the Denver Nuggets. Just want to put that out there before I get into basketball. Skylar Diggins versus Harrison Barnes. This is a celebrity death match. Intergender, intercontinental title match right here between Harrison and Skylar. This sounds like a fight in a playground of a, a nice suburb in Los Angeles. So Skylar and Harrison are debating equal pay. I have, a, I have an opinion on this, but I want to get all the details out. So WNBA players are pushing for better salaries, better travel accommodations, and more attention. So... Somehow, Harrison Barnes got in the crosshairs. Harrison Barnes seems like a nice guy. He lays in the cut. He's super chill. For some reason, Skylar Diggins pulled the scope out and was aiming at Harrison Barnes. Skylar Diggins says, and I quote from Wealth Simple, I'm the highest paid player on the Dallas Wings, and my salary is in the low six figures. Harrison Barnes, the highest paid player on the Dallas Mavericks, makes $24 million a year. Okay, Still makes more than Odell Beckham. He's definitely younger than me. Do you know his stats? Was he an all-star? I mean, it doesn't matter. But last year, I was first team all WNBA, which only goes to five players. I was also WNBA all-star for the third time. Now, I hate, this is why I love, I grew up watching pro wrestling, boxing, MMA, where you got to sell the tickets to make the money. Like, we're, you're, I get it. Like, entertainment and being an athlete is very, it's, they're very opposite. Like, if you're an athlete, you're, you're told your whole life, that if you're really good at what you do, you'll get the attention and you'll get the media and you get all this, all this stuff. But you and me both know, we know people that are way less smarter than you that are way more successful than you. It happened. Like it ha it's just situations. We all know like, how is that guy making money? Well, like, it's just, it is what it is. Like what you want Harrison Barnes to say? No. Like, do you want, like the NBA makes a ton of money. Let me pull up these stats real quick. Yo, I don't really want to obliterate the WNBA. Um, but Skylar Diggins, the reason why you're not getting paid $24 million is because the league doesn't generate any money. The league doesn't generate any money. I think they generated $30 million last year in revenue. They paid Stephen Curry more money than the WNBA made for profit. What are we doing? It's a business. This is sports entertainment. Everything is sports entertainment. Boxing, you sell the tickets. There's no sexism. If you fill the building, you make the money. Ask Ronda Rousey. If you fill the building, you sell the pay-per-view, you, you, people are watching you, you're a sponsor, you're going to get paid. End of story. You're going to make the money. It's all about the draw. NBA is arguably now the, the, it's the fastest growing sport in, in America, I think. It will pass the NFL at some point due to safety and the popularity nationally. So I don't want to hear about the, I don't want to hear about the equal play in terms of actresses and actors who have the same amount of lines. Sure, absolutely. Gal Gadot, you deserve to make A-list money. You, people are going to see you to see Wonder Woman, right? I'm not going to see Joe Blow. I'm going to see you. That's the difference. So I, I don't really have a solution. I'm just kind of telling you. So it's kind of like assholes. I don't have a solution. Like there's got to be a way to, you have to generate more attention and more revenue. We're in the attention world now. We are in the, you are in the attention business. You are fighting for attention with other sports, Everything is broadcasted now. KSI and Logan Paul. Uh, the rematch is going to happen. 
very shortly. It'll be here on the United States. I'm thinking LA. And, uh, you know, I was listening to Brendan Shaw below the bell, and I was thinking about this before, and I didn't get to mention it yesterday, but I really feel that Logan Paul and KSI 2 is going to the UFC. It's going to be in the UFC octagon. The UFC does not care any more about the rankings. The UFC does not care about the tournament style and crowning the best man or crowning, may the best man win. That went out the window when WME, Ari Emanuel, bought the UFC July of 2016. All that is gone. Now it's an entertainment company. It's not a sports company anymore. It's an entertainment company. Back then, the best would fight the best. Okay, the, number one would fight number two. The best fight the best every single time. Now we're stripping everybody. If the guy has a nosebleed, we strip him. If the guy does this, we're going to have an interim title. So they're, 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 they're diluting the product already. They already had CM Punk fight twice. They had Greg Hardy, who literally beat the shit out of his wife and drowned her in a toilet and took a toilet seat and did this thing like it was a slot machine. And, yo, he's fighting on the – like, there's no fucks for the UFC right now. Nobody – there's no, there's none. None. Logan Paul's an entertainer. KSI's an entertainer. An entertainment company owns the UFC. Do you see the numbers that Jake that, – that, that the Paul brothers and the KSI bros pulled in? They made $8, $10 million a piece. They sold out the Manchester Arena. 800,000 pay-per-views sold. 1.2 million people watching on Twitch. And another half a million fucking watching on uh, Twitter. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Skylar Diggins. Even though you're still my favorite NBA player uh, behind Candace Parker. That fight is going to happen in the UFC. My last point, I'm sweating. This is why these podcasts are really short because I am drenched in moisture right now. And it's also a little warm here in Los Angeles. Bright lights on me. Big city, pretty ladies. Woo! Conor McGregor and Khabib. We were talking about that yesterday. But Floyd Mayweather coming out, a.k.a. Mr. Relevant. Floyd Mayweather... Is out here saying, Connor, you got to come train in my gym and all this other stuff. Floyd, what are we doing, Floyd? I feel you. I want to see you at the fight because I know, I know for sure, Floyd Mayweather is a master at smelling the money. He smells the money. If Connor McGregor comes out and wipes out Khabib, Mr. Undefeated, Floyd's going to be ringside and be like, I want to fight that guy again. Now, there's no way that fight resells for the same rate. Hey, but he'll still take $50 million. I... I don't think Conor McGregor will, will join Floyd Mayweather's gym. I don't see that at all. Habib, I don't know. Floyd, Floyd, I think, is just, you know, staying relevant, staying in the media. Uh, he's got, obviously, he's a promoter. He's PBC. He wants to keep all that light on um, his, uh, his endeavors as much as possible. But I don't see Conor training there. He's going to be training probably overseas in Ireland. And then fight week will be at the UFC Performance Institute. And yeah, Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor too. Do not be surprised if that is a thing in the octagon. Mixed rules, three rounds, live on pay-per-view, 99-97. Thank you guys for listening to the Two Legit Sports Podcast today. Quick rundown of the events. Make sure to leave a rating and subscribe to the podcast here on iTunes. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe. We're also on Instagram. We got the SoundCloud Google Play coming up. We're on all sorts of platforms. Thank you for the support. We uh, will be taking questions next week. We'll also be talking some college football later this week, actually. So we'll do some college football. We got some fan-submitted uh, questions. I'll drop the line next pod. And we got some uh, clip of the weeks. We got some segments coming. But that's the rundown today, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Of course, your host, again, is Alex Fernandez. And uh, peace.